Hey guys, uh, so this episode is going to be a bit weird. Uh, there was no good intro and Alan kind of just forgot. So this is the intro now. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where the crew of the Blanket Term kind of all sit down and talk about stuff. Uh, I hope you enjoy. I don't know. This is kind of a weird format for me. So we're going to have to experience this together. humor happens i'll go is this humor really gonna happen while chips there are people that are into that like i've listened to asmr that's similar to that although i have found out that my the asmr trigger for me is anticipation like it's not oh. actually sound it's just sort of like the knowledge that there is gonna be sound and it not coming hmm mm. interesting yeah like it, it it seems to work really well with someone's like when someone's like breathing but so what you're saying is you like to be audibly edged it's kind of like jazz it's kind of like jazz it's about the it's <clears throat> about the sound that's not there you know it's definitely edging though you're right i was like sure let's try this asmr thing and i went through a lot of them there was slime there were there were crunchies there was people crinkling paper. I don't know why people do that. It hurts. Like it, uh, listening to it hurts my ears. Though is the one. It's like a. It's like a ballpoint pen on paper, and they're like writing. Hmm. Mm. And, and and it's just like a really up close and personal thing about that paper, and I'm just sort of like, oh. I don't like that sound paired with it though, Alan. Oh yeah. I mean, what other so what else, what other sound are you gonna get in ASMR? Is it's gonna be like, uh, like, like. The, I think the objective. You should be like, hell yeah, that's the good shit. You don't have to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the good shit. I, I, oh I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean for it to be sensual. I just was like, oh yeah, like it's. I don't know what it is with like me and this particular noise, but like the like the god awful like. Is it? Is this the the Aaron one? Yeah, the Aaron Hansen one. He's got a lot of them, but okay. Or like he he does like like the the super the high pitched super high pitched like over-the-top feminine moaning shit uh, like uh, it yeah. makes me like vi- like viscerally uncomfortable but i'm like trying to get over it mm-hmm. so now i'm like now the final step is if i can do it and make it a meme and every like fiber of my being is like no <laughs> don't <laughs> if you experience it through through listening through it through your other vibrations as it goes through your skull you'll understand it Cause it's like I don't I don't know it's like the same thing where it's like your voice sounds different but you you perceive it a bit more nasally or, yeah, so or one you, way or another. If you can produce it, it loses its mystique. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I guess it's like the 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 auditory edging thing. Yeah. <laughs> the the biggest thing about the auditory edging is that like when we go back to listen to it again, it, it loses its like refer- like it loses its it's like newness and i yeah. don't get the same experience so it's super mm. weird so i'm constantly hunting for new tracks that are like <laughs> the same style and i'm just sitting there like i feel like a creep really looking up certain like keywords to find it at to, to find it and it has to do like i said it has to do with like like breathing's like the easiest one but there have it's ha- it's happened with like other things 
it's it's yeah. like I I mean I don't know what this is like, but this is my best uh, example. It's like finding like new porn, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You have to like keep on like searching for like niche things until you find it, and you just see a list, and you're like, these are all bad. These are all, like. <laughs> and and since I do do audio stuff, you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe how much ASMR on fucking Spotify is like shitty mics. Like they left their AC on, oh. and they and then like and then it's sort of like you listen to it, and it's just like, oh my god, you can hear every. It's oh god awful. And then you can really tell when someone like tried uh, sampling the ambient music, ambient sound, but it was too loud, so they tried clipping it and they tried like uh, filtering it. Oh, and it just everything pitches out at the wrong time and i'm mm. sort of like oh oh there's a lot of garbage asmr out there it's one of those things where people are like uh i could do that that's easy i'm gonna yeah. do it and i make they do noise it all like, the time yeah and they, they like <laughs> hook up their they like take their their laptop and they don't even like attach a mic to it yeah and they just kind of they go just up, like just... have their laptop and they're like i'm gonna do asmr crinkle directly into the yeah. laptop all of a sudden you know they have the videos you know shot on iphone 6 it's just like recorded on iphone 6 it's just <laughs> yeah. really well, like shitty what i will say is that a lot of the new like phones have pretty decent mics like mm. uh, oh, yeah. as long as you get your like room room sound treatment right mm-hmm. those, those those mics are pretty quality i mean like there's some uh, i know like one of the uh, one of the people who develops a lot of magic stuff does like a podcast from his car yeah. while he drives <laughs> and that's always like remarkably decent audio for yeah. like literally driving in your car uh, odds are he probably has it like close to him like mm. near his near his chest mm. and he has like a pretty good sound sample of his drive yeah and able to filter it out pretty good yeah mm. th- there's been a lot of innovations in terms of software that does it automatically like uh, i think uh discord did one it's called like click or whatever yeah i don't yeah they have like the the background noise thing it yeah. works really well yeah like i i hate it and i have it turned off um yeah, uh, it I, works really well it works too well in fact like i have you guys messed with it at all i have uh but i don't turn it on for myself because i always i use the podcast set for my for my mic setup mm-hmm. so I actually can like have a lot of like customizability whenever I'm getting the getting things tuned in, so I don't use it. Yeah. But I always like insist that my friends use it, especially the ones with like the the 20 year old headset mic that sounds like it's from Siberia or something. <laughs> For those who have not used this, it's really good at filtering out any sound that is not the voice that it thinks it's supposed to hear, hmm. which includes other voices, which is absolutely phenomenal. It means that like we can si- all sit in a room, we can all be picked up on each other's mics, and it'll tune in on one voice that it thinks is the the correct voice, and it tunes out other voices. What this means is, is for those of us with wide vocal ranges, sometimes it thinks that things that you're doing with your uh, voice are not you. Yeah. yeah, so like I had to turn it off because it straight up was cutting, like it was... It thought that me laughing was somebody else. <laughs> so it kept cutting out me laughing. So I was laughing at things and people were like, wow, Dawn's just like really upset with me today. She's not laughing at anything I'm saying. <laughs> and I was like, no, I've been laughing my fucking ass off over here and you just can't hear me. Well, what would be funny is if it did it, if it got the first set, first part of it and then like, you like, ah, and then that was it. <laughs> That happens all the time whenever I'm hanging out with those guys. I guess it might be the the software doing that. Yeah, it, but mm. that's why I'm like so impressed because it's really, really well mm. tuned in. Uh, but it's too tuned in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that guy that does a podcast or something similar. Like maybe there's a maybe there's some sort of app he's installed on yeah, his phone maybe. that can just kind of zoom in on his voice. Maybe. Yeah, I should actually like see what that podcast is doing now that we're in like quarantine. Oh, that's a good point. Because it's like if the whole point of your podcast is that it's your drive to work, and now you don't drive to work, then I hope it's. He that's just drives around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just gets in his car and drives. Yeah, around. yeah. I mean, that's uh, how you get gas to be considered a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> he has a point. Yeah, uh, or, or you could do something like it's you like what? <laughs> it's like all right, guys. I have only fifteen seconds till I get to my home office. All right, this is having any magic. <laughs> it's him walking to <laughs> his, his office room. <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty funny. It's like a it's like a vine, but a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of how that would work. It's just like you have a bunch of like podcast episodes, but they're all like the length of a vine or something. At one point, I wanted to try to do a series back when Vine was actually a thing, mm. and then I just never, I just never got onto it in time. Vine was surprisingly short lived. It only lived for like maybe a year and a half, two years. It I was think, really short. I think it lived longer than that. But by the time it was popular and everyone started hopping on, then it only lasted like a year and a half at yeah. most. Yeah. Mm. But uh, regardless, I wanted to do. They were like seven seconds long, I think. I wanted to do seven second science. Oh. And have like mm. really tiny short things that explain like a really brief science concept because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking science nerd. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to do something like that at one point, but never never got around to it. Mm. Unfortunately, can make shitty BuzzFeed knockoffs. I could, could do that. Make TikToks, even though TikTok is in the process of being banned across the world. Don't worry about it. Wait, what? It, you haven't heard about this? There's a huge no. scandal involving them and uh, Chinese data mining and stuff oh. like that. Yeah. Okay. A lot of places have like banned it. Like India banned it, which might lead to a war between China and India. Yes. Yeah. yeah mm. But it, 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 like, it feels weird to say that TikTok might cause a war. I mean, what, it's, it's not the cause, but it's like, you know, it's the, the match. <laughs> <laughs> it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. But, but it's just know. one of those things where it, like in in the in their history of our world, wars have been stopped for, fought for stupid reasons, and it's just super weird to see it come into the, like the modern age. And it's just like, come on, guys, twenty twenty was like we were some cyberpunk was invented around this year, and they were some super cool shit. Are we seriously saying that twenty twenty is going to be the year that stupid shit happens left and right? Ah, oh, come on. Apparently, Trump is trying to ban tiktok mm-hmm. yep. yeah i didn't hear about that one this yeah. is from a an article from today actually I, fi- I figured he'd like china though no i mean he's he's, he's gotten been... increasingly aggressive against them yeah i mean huh. he, he's always been aggressive against them but in terms of like we're gonna get a good deal and then all of a sudden it got very racist very quickly yeah uh, who could have seen that one coming yeah mm. no one could have seen that coming That'd be ridiculous. No, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible that uh, that everyone just chose to ignore that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this coffee this this coffee is pretty good today. <laughs> I uh, so I discovered that my tea, the the black tea that I've been making, is actually really good cold. I mm-hmm. had never messed with it before. I only ever made it hot, and now that I have this infuser water bottle, um, it's actually really good cold. I don't need to sweeten it at all because it's kind of sweet because it has mm. flour in it. Are you going to start taking records of like optimal flavor per oh, dude, temperature? That's really, that's really fun. Like I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I yeah. used to do that with coffee all the time, but I just recently, I just don't really have the time. I know Albert's been doing it with his fancy coffees. Yeah. It's been a while since I've like made new notes. Yeah. To be fair, like the last coffee I got, I didn't really like too much. So like 
the fact that the coffee I have, I wasn't like, it was okay. It was yeah. fine, but I like, I didn't like it as much as the other stuff. Yeah. So that kind of like it, disincentivized me to experiment because I was like, yeah, I don't and, like this. It take pretty good notes, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but got something new now. I want to start experimenting with tea. I have a lot of teas. But it, it makes you mm. feel like a scientist when you take notes, though. Yeah. Like, like something as mundane as that. Like, that's how I felt when I was like uh, getting into hydroponics and I was like actually doing research on it, taking mm-hmm. notes and like actually learning about it. Like, it made me feel like I was back in school, even though I wasn't. And at the same time, it felt like more like, oh man, this is like me driven. This is me doing something. Yeah, and intrinsic then, motivation is awesome. Yeah. And then I just sort of got sidetracked by a video game, and I don't know where that notebook went. So fuck that. <laughs> as it as it do. Yeah. Yeah. I've started a journaling. I mm. did too. Like, I did three days straight in a row and I haven't touched it for about half a week. Nice. Oh. When I say I started journaling, I mean I started last night. Oh. So I, wait, technically I started today because it was like one in the morning. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'm, I think I'm actually going to stick with it because it's not like I'm, it, I'm not like journaling like, dear diary, this yeah. is what I did today. I'm like writing a curriculum for myself to self-study certain things Mm. oh yeah that's better than mine mine is sort of the dear diary sort of thing i kind of like opened up and i like talk about random things that happen during the day and stuff like that like a while ago i had a a, an old fam a family member contacted me that i haven't talked to in forever Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't know if i'm ready to let this person back into my life yet and like i did this whole like thing and it was it, it felt nice but then like all of a sudden, the next day, I just sort of like got hit with a brick wall of ah, it's late. I gotta go. I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna read anime. Mm. <laughs> but I don't yeah. like there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah, like well, some of it's like the kind of diary style writing. Mm-hmm. Some people just do like creative writing stuff and just write mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. literature and like poems and stuff. Yeah. One of my friends, uh, d- for a long time, did like intense bullet journaling. Where she would use like the washi tape, and she would like do fancy little doodles, and it was this gorgeous thing. She she journaled like like for four four or five straight years. Oh man! Um, and it turned out really well. And apparently, she like fell off of it recently. But instead, she started writing, like actually writing. She mm-hmm. started writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 bitch, I'm calling you out if you're listening. Um, she started <laughs> writing Doctor Who fan fiction. Mm. Oh, nice! Yeah, Rat. which is which is awesome. Uh, I she she actually sent us the link to her her archive of her own account, and I have it open on my computer, and I'm like, I'm gonna read it, and I just I keep like forgetting or like not having enough time. It's still open on my computer. It's like the tab that my computer opens up to when it launches. It's like, hey, you're supposed to read this, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll read it right after I finish the thing that I logged onto my computer for, and then four hours later, I'm quitting Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. yeah happens. I uh my my efforts with journaling is mainly oriented towards like getting my handwriting under fucking control. <laughs> it's been it's been a bad time. If if anyone's ever seen my handwriting, it is god awful. Uh so uh, I've been kind of being mindful of it. I I haven't been like intentionally like writing the best I can because it's more about like, you know, gradual changes and getting into my hand because i guess i don't write very often anymore yeah i mean like mm-hmm. literally like whenever i go and take notes i'm just like man like i don't write nearly as much as i used that's to that's my handwriting like physically write like since school mm-hmm. that's the last time you've had to physically write something even yeah. during school like, yeah a lot I'm of pretty, people typed yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i'm ready like i typed most of after a while i typed most of my notes the, the mm-hmm. only the only thing i ever ri- wrote was like math equations Mm. yeah that's the only thing i really wrote everything else was like 
yeah typed out mm. i'm always divided because i like typing my notes because it means i can just like control f and find whatever i'm looking for mm. but i remember things so much better when i physically yeah. write them yeah. yeah or you can be like me and give up writing notes for class like two weeks in every semester <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, I write notes but i also like will just start doodling yeah and i'll be yeah, like that's pretty good it's like oh i doodled and, it, and then i'll look at the doodle and go right that one scientific principle and just like associate that doodle with the whatever they were talking about <laughs> it's just like Brandon, i can't read your notes i can't though and that's what matters uh, that's that's yeah. where my problem lies i don't remember what i wrote if i wrote yeah. a shitty so for me handwriting is relegated to the land of diagrams where i can actually like do relationship maps and mm -hmm. like stuff like that with like a little bit of notes in between. And then after that, I type up everything out. So mm. a lot of my world building is what, that's what I mainly write. Like, uh, like 90% of what I do write is for like world building for various I, it, things that I'm working on. Uh, so for me, it's always like, I have this massive map that has like bubbles with like just a faction name and like a brief reminder, like a, like one sentence to remind me who they are. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's just like the whole map is populated by like, like 15 factions and like, 30 people that are associated with the factions and lines connecting them with little notes about how they're connected. And that's like the only like writing physical writing I've done. And it's not like block text. So yeah, you make yeah. a conspiracy mm. board for your own project. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like uh, it's in the background of my, uh, of, of my webcam right now. Yeah. Too. Mm. Uh, that one's more of a stylistic uh, conspiracy board. It's not like an actual functional one. That's like old, old stuff that I've worked on. Yeah, uh, but but mm. I was but as I, as I was putting it up, I'm like, man, I have a shit ton of random ass drawings. Yeah, I was looking at those. It looks like they're like old concepts for for just different like uh, wow, what's the word I'm most looking of for? them are mechs. The the ones that I sketched out were mostly mechs, and also a lot oh, of yeah. like faction symbols. Yeah, I was talking mm. about like the little faction symbols because a lot of them look like uh like precursors to ones that you had shown me for a project that we're currently working on actually yeah mm -hmm. um, uh, there's actually a few of them for Sherla, but i hid them oh. uh so like it, it it's kind of weird because like also a portion of my board also has a shit ton of stuff for like one of the first worlds i made uh i don't want to say the name because i don't know if i'm gonna stick with it but the map on the left hand side that's the very first world i made uh, cool. And I've had that map mm. for me with me for so long, and I've run up various adventures. I think Albert has a character in that world. I believe I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's super nostalgic to keep that around. I was mm. digging through my shit, and I was like, "Oh, hey, I had this." My mom, uh, I had stopped by her house at one point to pick something up, and she was like, "Oh, by the way, Don, here's uh, all of these things that I've saved for you. You're taking them now." And she handed me like this bag <sighs> that was filled with old notes that I had taken. Ooh. Mm. Like, well, it was just old school notes. So uh -oh. it was specifically like, it was my chemistry notes and my Mandarin notes. And like seeing those again reminded me that I don't take notes like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we're, Brandon's talking yeah. about like doodling and seeing things like that. I forgot that I developed my own form of shorthand in high school. And that's why I was able to take such fast notes because I would, I made like, shortenings in my head for like specific things but i also started using mandarin words to replace certain mm. english words because they're faster yeah so yeah it hit the point where people were like wow don's a really good student maybe i'll ask her for her notes and people would ask me i'd be like 
No, I, I no, can't. Don't do I it. can't. I can't help you. I'm really sorry. I wish I could, mm-hmm. but you would take one look at my notes and say, "I have no idea what this bitch is talking about." <laughs> it's just, it's just like wizards. With you, you write down your your spell book, and then yeah. you, you want to write it encrypted. You know, the, the, that that sounds like a really cool idea for like just a just a character development thing, just to have. A, a wizard that knows like 18 languages and they use like seven of them for their mm. wizard spells. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And takes notes across like a variety of languages. Yeah. That'd be cool. He's just a linguist wizard. Yeah. <laughs> they, they intentionally, they intentionally like choose the, the word and they go through their brain and they're like, all right, what's the shortest way to write this in what yeah. language? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So they can get the the most on a sheet of paper. That'd be awesome, actually. Uh, so that way, no other wizards could ever read it and just be like, "Ah, oh, well, well, shit, I got to do comprehend language." All right, guys, I'm retrofitting Valwyn. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's now just an interpreter. Yeah. She canonically take well the notes in her notebook mm-hmm. are in are across bo- uh, multiple languages. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I forgot she's supposed to know like four languages, but I've only assigned two of them. Yeah, it's mm. super weird. We haven't really talked about languages much in no, uh, Ashurla. Oh yeah, yeah, we haven't even talked about it from a DM perspective. Yeah, well, oh shit. Whenever I design worlds, he has to see my language maps. Yeah. I should do my language maps. Like it, it's always one of the things I consider. But for Ashurla, I was just sort of like, oh, let's just do D and D. Like it's it's yeah, we didn't really yeah. think too much yeah. about languages. Yeah. Mm. I kind of actually do want to do like a small like five minute segment or something. About Ashurla world buildings. Uh, Ashurla's our, uh, our our Twitch D and D series. We're all GMs. We all GM. And we all did world building for it. So, us talking about this is kind of just in like kind of just keying you in you audience into how we do our world building shit. Yeah, and if you're interested in hearing more behind the scenes stuff, we're going to be putting it up on our Patreon, which has since been inactive. Yeah, but it's going to be active. I promise. Eventually. <laughs> Soon, TM. The biggest thing with Ashurla is that we came from a common yeah. society, so we would have had a common language to begin with. Yeah. So thinking of like secondary languages is kind of not necessarily as involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel uh, like with the way that the society has evolved, there's probably not many languages that are spoken in Ashurla yeah. to begin with. And even then, it, ha- it would have to be like familial rather than... Rather yeah, it would be like, passed down among families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and like, sure, there would be like probably culture subset groups, and maybe if one got split off, dear, uh, like they would they would revert back to their other language. Yeah, but well, super like uncommon. They would still know the yeah. common language, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. more like instead of instead of it being like a global society anymore, it's almost become just like a country. Yeah, that like it like not like America because it's not Ashurla is not like America, but like America in terms of like language stratification. There's a bunch yeah. of languages that are spoken across America in very small pockets. Yeah. Um, but ninety percent of the time you're going to be able to talk to someone in English, and they're gonna they're they're just gonna know what yeah. you're saying because yeah, everyone, most people everyone here know. default to English. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the world, uh, the the language structure. I don't know. It, I just kind of think that it's not as important as yeah. the, cult, the yeah. cultural stratifications. But then we run into the issue of the languages are kind of a mechanic of D and D that gives strength to certain characters. So how do we? How do we make it so that aspect? Well, we could like bundle in cultural norms. So if oh, you were, and make it like yeah. cultural knowledge. So like if you're mm. if you're fluent in a language, you're also fluent in that entire culture. Maybe yeah. yeah but then we still run into the issue of we're several generations in. Oh, oh God, mm. how how long is a generation? Is it like forty years? Depends on the species. <laughs> but I, oh, I'm, shit, I'm comfortable yeah. saying about thirty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, I I think that's about right. Yeah, like 25, 30 years. 
Yeah, so if we assume 30 years, then we're already five generations yeah. in. Six. I'm, I'm, I, five or six generations yeah. in, approximately. Uh, which means that things have already evolved to the point that, in all likelihood, we're going to have cultures of, like, each city-state. Yeah. Mm. Like, we'd have like, one for... It, it's super weird. Like, on paper, 150 years doesn't sound very long, but... Think about now and 150 years ago. That was middle of the 18 like the it was 18, late 1800s. Yeah, the yeah. late 1870s. Mm. So like, how similar are we to them? We're very, very different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, it, like it's kind of hard to like kind of wrap your brain around it. But that's part of the that's part of the job of the of the world builder to kind of like yeah. think about that. Yeah, so I don't know how we're going to modify that. I'm wondering if we just give each region its own, like, thieves' cant. Not, like, specifically thieves' cant. Oh, but, but like, like, it's the language of the region? Yeah, where it's not necessarily, like, a language, but it's a set of, like, societal norms. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, because with four GMs, for each region, we could have, like, we could decide in our brain we have a list of languages but then we can't really go back and edit it because yeah. it's important for character mm -hmm. creation so yeah exactly like, yeah. to some extent too it's like mechanically like i never language for me is always a thing that doesn't come out much yeah, yeah. no so, i definitely agree it's kind of like it's kind of fine for yeah. our case to not worry about it too much in my mind i'm gonna say just like pick the like leave your languages blank and then before a session uh we, if if you as a GM, someone's like, "Hey, I'm gonna deal with different languages," and then be like, "Hey, uh, I know you have a language slot you haven't used yet." You know, it's kind of weird and jank, but since we're all GMs, it's, it's yeah. kind of a narrative decision more than anything. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's okay to be loose and loose and wild with it. Yeah, and we were having this conversation about like druid stuff before. There was something I was asking if Valwin could do. I don't remember what it was anymore. <laughs> Shit, it's been so long. I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole because we got to save a little bit for next week. So yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh, but if you want to catch more of our our D and D stuff, uh, we do a whole uh, series on it, catching on YouTube and everything. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. Every Sunday at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can catch us live, and then the reruns will go up shortly thereafter. Uh, I believe We're all of up. them. Yes. Right. Everything Future except this previous stuff. Sunday is up for sure. Um, simply because. I can't. We're we we're recording the podcast before we've even streamed the session, so it might be up by the time you're listening to this. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, the future time magic. Time magic. Chronomancy. Oh. That was my favorite bit during that whole thing, playing like time mm. magic because I'm playing a time <laughs> wizard this right this time around. Uh, time travel's fucking weird, ain't it? Yeah. I would, mm -hmm. Oh man, this reminds me. Science things. Uh, <laughs> uh huh. They they've been able to actually observe time dilation between uh, like yeah cool. yeah mm, it's, yeah I, cool. I read about that too. It's so cool. It's so cool. Like I don't understand the minutia because you like read it and it's like here's an example. It's like Jello and you're like this makes sense and then it starts going into it more and I'm like, listen, I was an engineer yeah. and I you're losing me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it. it it's crazy the shit they've been able to do with like observing quarks and stuff. My mm -hmm. personal favorite is uh, dimensional travel. Having two, well, I think it's related to the time travel one because it uses the same process mm -hmm. where it shoots uh, two quantumly entangled quarks and one of them disappears uh, for uh, for a couple of seconds and comes back with a different um, decay rate. Mm -hmm. So 
it's sort of a thing where one of them's kind of just separate, you know? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And people, they, they speculate that they said that I went to another dimension with a different physics. Dun, dun, dun. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that nuts. quantum science is insanely fun to read and listen to, but I don't really know because it's also kind of scary because you always hear stories of when you're younger about like, oh, yeah, well, the High Large Hardening Collider is going to make a black hole and we're all going to die. Yeah! Oh my yeah. God! I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the science kids' version of the uh, of of reading Revelations. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Huh. I don't because like me and Don have this experience uh, that whenever there's a large like trumpet or a horn or some siren going on, there's always a split second where <laughs> yeah. your brain's like, well, well, fuck. Uh, the, the rapture. I wasn't a good Christian. It's <laughs> yeah. happening now. Yeah, exactly. And that's because we were raised and traumatized by, uh, <laughs> by Revelation. So I'm just wondering if like science kids have the same experience when they think of the Large Hadron Collider. That's really interesting to think that like Wikipedia is this generation's Bible. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 I mean, so we turn to the book of, I don't know. Turkish pastries. <laughs> there's an article on Turkish pastries, and click the hyperlink to the capital <laughs> of Turkey. Um, it looks like there's a disambiguation here, uh, directing us to the animal Turkey. This is not what we want. <laughs> <laughs> All rise and gaze upon the projector. Oh, uh, it's just like, watch my screen we share. We shall learn this day. <laughs> oh, God. The lesson of the day is... The day. Wikipedia cult sounds like a really fun concept yeah. for like an internet sketch. <laughs> oh, my God. A Wikipedia cult would be rad. Welcome to Wiki cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It reminds me of... Uh, are you guys inter- uh, okay with me introducing a new segment? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. hear it. All right. All right, everyone. Welcome to this week's, uh, to our weekly meeting of the Red Kettle Society. I am very happy to have you guys here. Uh, I would like to proudly announce that this week we are sponsored by the letter T. Thank you very much, letter T. We really appreciate having you here. And this week we are going to be talking about tea. Uh, as such, I would like to know what you guys' favorite types of teas are, and what sort of uh, what sort of teas you prefer to tea off of when we're golfing. Mm. I thought this was the pterodactyl club. Uh, so I'm my sorry. My favorite tea is the pea, actually. That's I I appreciate your contribution, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave That's this fine. week. We are sponsored by the letter T, not the letter P. Uh, so it's very important that we that we honor our sponsor as such. Mm. Please leave your red kettle at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to bring up a grievance. Uh, Brandon's kettle is more of a rose rather than red. Uh, luckily, here at the Red Kettle Society, we uh, we appreciate all hues of red. Um. And as it has been revealed, that pink is actually a weird sort of color that can't even be properly beholden by the human eye since it's it's just pink is a really weird color to begin with. That'll that's a topic for another day. We'll accept it as red for now because pink right. doesn't mm-hmm. exist. We do here at the Red Kettle Society. Uh, I especially am a big fan of diversity. 
So, uh, oh, that's an excellent one. But again, that's not the kind of tea that we're talking about today. We're talking about teas, golf teas. And, golf uh, teas of course, yeah. uh, in order to be accessible to the colorblind, we also uh, have some leeway in the color of the red kettle. Like, if you're colorblind, obviously you might not buy a red kettle. Yeah, see, Frank's kettle over there, it is honorarily red, even though we all know that it's absolutely teal, which I'll, <laughs> I'll accept today simply because it is the letter T as well. Mm. <laughs> Our society's uh, gift shop does, in fact, sell uh, scratch-and-sniff kettles, so you can scratch it and smell the red. Ooh. And what does red smell like? Like red. Ask Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't purchased one because We're... I have my, my rose-red-colored kettle. <laughs> I feel like this bit needs explaining. <laughs> we, I don't think it was meant to be a legit this. segment, not a bit. And yeah. then you guys like took it a whole bit. And I was like, all right, we're doing well, this Well, yeah, now. yeah. Mm. I, I didn't know what was happening, but I feel, like, I feel like we can do this segment. We just got to explain what the what the science behind uh-huh. their, the, the, the So the science was. of the Red Kettle Society is we realized when we moved in mm. that for some reason all, all of us have a kettle and all of them are red. Yeah. Like, Just inexplicably, we all have red kettles. I, I think the reason behind it is is that red red kettles are the most gifted to goodwill kettle there is. Maybe. <laughs> because mm. I got my kettle at, 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 at a goodwill. I didn't get mine from goodwill, but it was also secondhand because my mom gave it to me. Yeah. So, mm. like... So, I have a structure for this. Uh, in all reality, I do want to talk about... We already talked about tea is the problem, and that was going to mm. be my, my discussion for the day. So we, we'll have to... We'll, oh, we'll re- retroactively say that that was the Red Kettle Society chat about, oh, about okay. tea. Yeah, yeah, it's about talking about teas and other yeah. beverages. Other, well, like, brewed beverages. It's not, it's not always talking about tea. Uh, that was just this week's, mm. this week's topic. Yeah. Like I said, we're sponsored by the letter T this week. Uh, so that's going it, to... The topic will change every week. Okay. Um, Mm. Yeah, I mean, if we're actually going into it, like, yeah, my favorite tea is black tea. Like, I really enjoy the strong flavor. Fun fact. Your favorite tea could be coffee, because coffee is technically a tea. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if we're if they were sponsored by tea, I can't really say coffee. But um, the weird thing about it is, like, I did, weirdly enough, I got this from ASMR going full, back, full circle. <laughs> Someone did an ASMR about how black tea is made. Really? And basically, all teas come from some of the same sources, but they're aged and fermented different ways. Yep. So mm-hmm. black teas are fermented green tea leaves. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess the aging process and the drying process activate and like form certain chemical reactions Interesting. that activate the caffeine more so than like a green tea leaf. Oh, oh. dang. I don't know. I learned this from ASMR, so who knows if it's right? Mm. <laughs> I know that green tea is usually younger leaves yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of green tea yeah, is like true. the baby leaves. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but hmm. I guess I just like really fermented fermented teas. I guess mm-hmm. that's really interesting though. Yeah. I didn't know that one. There is a lot of like different black teas. So yeah, it's yeah. really yeah. There's, a lot yeah. Of, there's a lot of varieties of tea. Yeah, you can yeah. get your tea from different sources. But mm-hmm. yeah, true. black tea. I just really enjoy the strong flavors and the caffeine's a huge bonus for my old caffeine headaches. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah. Brandon, what's your favorite type of tea? Uh, ooh, I I'm not I I'm I'm stuck between green teas and black teas. <laughs> it's just. Well, I mean, that's They're really kind of vague. Same. Yeah. Uh, do you you say stuck between green tea and black tea? Do you mean generic green tea, or do you mean like generic black tea? Do you mean mm. oolong tea? Do you mean yeah, we'll black with, tea with like, other things? Yeah, I I do I do quite like uh, oh, but then there's like 
Thai tea. Mm-hmm. There's Thai oh. tea, which is also a black tea. I like the Thai. Yeah, definitely Thai tea is my favorite tea. There is a chai tea, which is just a bastardization of the pronunciation of a tea in Mandarin, <laughs> which is cha. Um, yeah, but chai in modern in modern culture is more associated with like a spiced milk yeah, exactly. tea. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's originally a bastardization of the pronunciation, but it's become its own thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but but chai tea is pretty good. But Don's allergic, so I don't. Yeah. Uh, we don't really keep it around the house. It makes me sad because I, I love I love chai tea. But the the few occasions that I had tried it, mm-hmm. like my throat would start to swell up and give me trouble breathing. Yeah. So there's there's just a spice in it that I'm allergic to, and I have no idea what spice it is. No. Uh, Albert, I usually drink green tea. Fair. Yeah. yeah my mom. Uh, actually, you can do like uh, green tea with goji berries. That's Ooh. pretty good. I like teas with uh, lychee mm-hmm. or lychee. I don't know how it's supposed it's to be pronounced. Lychee, I believe. I always thought it was lychee, uh, but one of my friends was like, in Hawaii, we all pronounce it lychee. And I don't know, because I always said it lychee like the like the Mandarin pronunciation of it, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's how I learned it first. Um, it's putting berries in a tea is very weird to me. But then I think about it. I've seen a lot of like really weird old shows where they mix jam into the tea what yeah I've, I've seen this i see them do it like i used to watch like a lot of like westerns with my grandma and they used to mm-hmm. have like on the, the same chair they used to have like more older shows that were like like oh the proper british lady uh they would mm-hmm. like get rather than sugar they'd get a spoonful of jam and like huh. mix it into their tea and i was always like huh. is that good <laughs> i've never tried it but is that a thing that sounds really interesting actually i kind of want to try it now yeah. I mean, I guess it'll make your tea taste real freaking fruity. I mean, th- yeah. that's not necessarily bad. Like yeah. raspberry tea is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that. Like the black tea that I drink is nor- is uh, vanilla, rose, and cherry blossoms, mm-hmm. which is why it tastes so good cold. Yeah, and so I don't know. I, it, I don't know. It's not a thing. Uh, we're 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 a very young tea society, so we, we have a <laughs> lot of ways to go. I don't know. We're not a tea society. We're the Red Kettle Society. Yeah, we're red a lot of a lot of tea, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I have that big book of tea that my mom bought me for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It might be I, fun to experiment with, to be yeah. honest. I just really just either do Lipton or I grab some like just some random leaves and throw it in there. Yeah. Oh, just oh, from the backyard. Yeah, it's from the backyard. Actually, I wonder if that big book of tea has like brewing instructions, like temperature and stuff. Probably. Uh, I'm sure it mm. does. If it doesn't, I still know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, generally, because like black teas or green teas, you just kind of have like a blanket mm-hmm. thing. Like green tea should be served hot, but not boiling. Yeah. Uh, versus black tea, which is the other way around. You should boil the shit out of that. Anyways. <laughs> Wake it up. Wake yeah. Up. Wake, Wake up. up. Hey. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. So so that, that I don't. Uh, we need to come up with like a jingle and a whole th- sort of deal. But I like I like the red t- red kettle society. It needs to be like a reoccurring thing. Uh, we'll yeah. come back. I I have a lot of ideas for segments now that we now that it's an actual thing. <laughs> so we'll we'll come back to that. I have a lot of ideas for the red kettle society that uh, I know that Branson and Albert know about. But I'll talk to you about them afterwards because yeah. they don't want to spoil what's to come. Oh, okay, you're gonna keep me in the dark. I like it. No, 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 no. Well, I, I'm willing to have the conversation with you. I just don't want to spoil it for our listeners. Oh, okay. what if we have a spoilers section of the podcast where we talk <laughs> about something in like media that's like real big spoilery stuff? Oh, that'd be interesting, actually. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm, uh, so far, I'm not sold on the idea. I don't know. Give me an example. Yeah, I've just been like getting back into Final Fantasy recently, and there was one particular part of the story <laughs> that really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, 
Hmm. In in the same vein, one of our friends who just started just hit a really big spoiler section that oh. kind of like hits you out of nowhere. Yeah. Her, her, their their reaction was just so good. Yeah. Maybe we just talk about these things while being as vague as possible. <laughs> That's oh, just like yeah. this one thing happened in the shared experience that most of us have had, but we're not going to specifically say it in yeah, case you have I'll, I'll be on the audience's side and be equally infuriated and like... <laughs> Man, we, we really enjoyed this thing that we're not really going to talk about. Yeah, so that you can experience <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. We won't tell you where to find it or how to, uh, how far you'll, you'll need to yeah, get in. But... We just need a place to vent our like frustrations. Yeah. Yeah. And then Maybe what, we just yeah. make like a spoiler podcast. Just the spoiler cast where we just talk about spoilers. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it, it's going to be 25% revealing spoiler. 75% the other three going, God damn it. Now I know. <laughs> well, no, we just have the conversation in advance, like what we're willing to talk uh, about. Like I, what we do is I, we each come in with a spoiler. And at the beginning of the episode, we say, beware of spoilers for these four things. And then we talk about them. Uh, I, I thought that we were going to do the thing where the whole podcast is everyone trying to be vague as possible. <laughs> that would also be really funny. <laughs> it's just going to be like there are 20 minutes of people being like, so... And then the thing happened where the first person did. It's like you just have to you have to describe the like plot to something without saying any names of the 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 the, the like the without saying like the name of the franchise, yes, any oh, of the characters. This might be a fun like talk show game. Yeah, where like you have oh. two people who've experienced the same thing, uh-huh. like talk about that thing i'll be in as vague as possible uh-huh. and then the other team has to guess what uh-huh. they're talking about alternatively you split it up uh like we have two teams of two and it's like a charade sort of thing where you're describing to your partner something that you know that they've experienced mm-hmm. but you have to do it as vague as possible and they have to guess it quickly oh yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, it's it's similar to yours but you switch partners yeah, so yeah, yeah. like yeah, exactly. if me and don have watched the same thing and we mm-hmm. know the spoilers we would agree we agree upon it and we'd write it on a piece of paper and then you you and brandon would uh do the same thing they write on a piece of paper and then i would turn to brandon and we both watched opposing different ideas i try to explain it without saying any keywords and you keep the other team in check while listening in and trying to like describe it and then once the first person to guess me and Don's thing wins, I guess. That oh, that's sense? like too much simultaneous shit, though. Mm-hmm. I think we'd have to do it like actual charades and like uh, take, yeah, turns. take turns. Uh, where it's it would probably have to be like a like a taboo yeah. sort of thing, where yeah. you have like Franchise sixty seconds taboo. to get through as many possible as many franchises as possible mm-hmm. yeah. without giving away any details. Well, how do you like if? If I if if I if I wanted someone to guess Zabumafu, do I just say there's a monkey? It's dead now. Go. <laughs> but that could be anything. That could be a yeah. But I mean, Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, but I'm su- if I'm supposed to be King as vague Kong. as possible, that's again. I don't want to be as vague as possible. Well, you, I want them to get you it. You can get details and like just like not. Yeah, you a just have to be them. careful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you can't describe it as. Like, if Branson and I were partners, if I was trying to get him to guess, like, a specific arc in Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. I can't start it with, like, this is a game that we both play. Okay. Yeah. Like, you'd have to you'd have to describe, like, the plot instead. Yeah, so, you, you would just yeah. say, church doesn't want people to fuck dragons, but people want to fuck dragons anyway. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Oh, I, it's yeah. like wrong answer. Uh, technically <laughs> wrong correct, answer. but wrong answers yeah. only. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what the, that's what the, the podcast is called. <laughs> 
wrong answers only. Technically sounds, correct, but wrong answers only. That sounds only. awesome. Uh, but unfortunately, we're coming up on our time, guys. So uh, we're going to have to leave you there. Uh, so if you want to catch any of our stuff, you can head on over to our website, blinka-term.com, uh, where you can also uh, find links to our website, or, or to our YouTube, our Twitch, and our Twitter, where we post stuff, we talk about things. And uh, we're, we do a we do Twitch stuff. We do board games and stuff. Hang out with us on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, our, our D&D stuff's on Sunday, so check that out. Uh, and if you don't want to do any of that, then I suppose you could do something else. But Brandon's our local wizard, so let's see what he has to say. Mm. Yo, what up? It's your local wizard, uh, Brandon. I had to, like, think about it. It's like, <laughs> do I give myself a fun name? Do I... Uh, anywho, uh, this week, if you want to... Uh, get in contact with us i'm sorry but uh we're doing a drive where we contact you so go ahead and uh brew up your favorite type of tea make sure it has the leaves in it and once you've consumed your favorite type of tea we are leaving you a message in the tea leaves at the bottom of your cup interpret as you will Mm. Mm -hmm. enjoy our delicious message (laughs) all right come on guys It was okay. It was fine, but I like I didn't like it as much as the other stuff.